Glory to God, Jesus Christ is alive, and to Him be all the praise and glory. The Lord God Almighty is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. His presence and glory is beyond description, beyond human words, and humans were born to fellowship with Him. Amen. Lord, we give You this time. I bless those listening. This is a brief evangelistic message in a series. I do want to speak briefly about heaven and hell, but the main thing, if someone only has time to listen to one thing, the next one minute, I just want to emphasize the Lord God Almighty, His presence is so wonderful, it's beyond words. When someone experiences His presence, when they go directly to Him, and they experience it for themselves, they'll know. That's how someone can experience Him. And that's what humans... Humans were actually born to fellowship with Him. Humans were created to know Him. And He offers to fellowship forever. And it's one of the biggest deceptions in the world that most of the world does not realize that He's so wonderful and that it's actually... You know, that He offers a full relationship and that it is simple. Amen. Now, it's also really serious. Those who know Jesus as Lord and Savior who are in the book of life will spend eternity in glory. Amen. <laughs> and and it, heaven is an eternal celebration and much more. Okay. Those who do not know Him will spend eternity in the lake of fire and brimstone. And those have to be the two greatest extremes uh, in, for mankind. Hell is, Jesus called it the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. It's not just the blackest of darkness forever. It's the eternal fire. And, okay, now, I want to emphasize about heaven. It's also an eternal revelation of the only true God. And it's amazing that we now know what He's like because of Jesus Christ. Because He came to the earth as a man. It's amazing that we have it recorded. You know, we have the Gospels. And and remember, Jesus Christ is alive and is the same today. And the same forever. And we see that Jesus served, right? He sacrificed. He died for the world. He shed His blood. He, he served the, the people in, in that region. Multitudes followed Him. He healed them. He, first, he preached the Gospel. He healed people physically people who were in great need. He uh, delivered people from, you know, demons and infirmities and diseases. He forgave, right? The woman who was going to be stoned. He said, let him who's without sin cast the first stone. You know, he, he brought mercy. You know, God is merciful. Amen. Even in Exodus, the first Right there in Exodus, the Lord, the Lord God is merciful, gracious, and much more. 
And and now we see that Jesus Christ is praying and interceding. He intercedes. He ever lives to make intercession. Um, let me just read Hebrews seven twenty five. He also. He is also able to save to the uttermost, to the very end, those who come to God through Him, since He always lives to make intercession for them. Amen. Jesus also said, I will pray the Father and He will send you another Helper, the Holy Spirit. So, in heaven, when some, when someone chooses Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, Jesus literally prays to the Father to send the Holy Spirit to them. Amen. And people who have been to heaven, modern day testimonies, they reveal that people in heaven, they are, you know, again, heaven so wonderful beyond words, filled with the presence of Jesus Christ. Um, a celebration. It's, it's, they say that people are helping other people and serving. You know, that's what God is like. Amen. And, I briefly want to just emphasize humans were created to know God. It is... There's many, many misconceptions, right? Instead of looking at those, I want to try to emphasize the positive and what I feel are some keys First, of course, it's a relationship. It's what a glorious privilege this is to even spend one second with God, yet He offers Himself for eternity. And He's God Almighty. He's all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present um, pr- everywhere. You know, that's, I think the word is omnipresent. The Holy Spirit is Jesus Christ. He is the Father. He is God. Again, His presence and glory so wonderful. Few find Him in that way. We know that most, even most believers, you know, well, we all fall short of the glory of God, but we furnish the vessel. We are temples of the Holy Spirit. We furnish the vessel. Again, this is normal and natural. It's what it's. It's not like often we think we have to strive and study, you know, so much and and you know fast and and now all those things can be good. But again, a relationship, and it's. Every day is filled with the wonder and excitement and it's an adventure because the pot, there's unlimited potential in one person having a relationship with Him. First and foremost, they themselves now have eternal life, life everlasting, the life of God, the Zoe life, the divine, they're partakers of the divine nature. They will live forever. So, 
two areas for them, for that person personally, how awesome that is that they they now have what Jesus called eternal life. Okay, then in ministry, you know that's how we do ministry is that God, when we furnish the vessel, He does it through us. Now we're it, again, it's this glorious mystery of cooperating with Him, having. It's a partnership. It's it's the new covenant. Sometimes, though, we we get again. We think we have to study. We think it's complicated. It's actually simple. We think it's you know many misconceptions. Okay, and and the one last thing about that, we we see that. Many Christians think, well, we ha- they have to act spiritual, right? And, and pious and, and be on their best behavior. Now, yes, we need to behave and, and repent and, and, you know, do the right thing and follow the commandments, the Ten Commandments and more, right? But a man in heaven, I specifically recall in his book that he wrote about it, who had an experience in heaven, said there was a complete... Everything was on a light, happy, relaxed basis in heaven. He said there was a total absence of the piety that we associate with Christianity and Catholicism. Total absence. People were... Now he, So that I think that's important. You know, in Him we can... You know... Reinhard Bonnke said, when someone gets filled with the Holy Spirit, you'll recognize yourself. And he spoke about how it's a celebration. Now, I know it's, we have challenges and it's difficult living on the earth. But, you know, Jesus offers freedom. He offers to set free. Amen. It's very surprising and that, that most of the world does not realize heaven is so wonderful they also don't realize the reality of hell. Even though there's more than 100 scriptures about the, the, the five places of the underworld, including hell, including the lake of fire, more than 100 scriptures in the Bible. Jesus spoke about hell numerous times. He called it the eternal fire. He called it the furnace of fire. Um, some people have studied it and said that he <laughs> spoke more about hell than he did about heaven. We know he talked about heaven quite often. Um, I, I've been mentioning what's in the Bible about hell in yesterday's message. I want to um, add this famous parable, the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man ended up in in hell. He was burning. He begged for even one drop of water. He spoke about his family. He, he wanted, you know, he said, please go warn my five brothers, I believe it was five brothers, about this place. So we see that he had his memory of the earth. He had his mind. He was suffering greatly. It's in Luke 16, 19 through 31. It says, um, 
says in Hades where he was in torment, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. He called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I am in agony in this fire. Now, many people, I don't know their specific responses, but I know some would say, well, this is more figurative or whatever. I don't, you know, the, all kinds of different reactions. Well, the modern day revelations of people who have been to hell and have revealed what it's like confirm all of this to a T. You know, there's no water. People um, remember their life on the earth. They're in agony, burning in fire, burning in fire. They have all their senses. Their senses are stronger. Their sense of touch is much stronger. You, you, you realize the suffering there. On the earth, we don't want to get near fire. If we get even burned a little bit by just something hot, it causes great pain. They are in hell it's revealed in a divine revelation of hell by Mary Baxter. I just, uh, I, I have to say this. People in hell, lost souls, have their body, their physical body, their flesh in a skeleton, and their soul, which is their mind. It's very simple. Their mind and their emotions. And she explained that the, the fire burns their flesh off of their body and their flesh is falling off their body, and there's worms and maggots crawling inside their body that are not affected by the fire. Jesus spoke about where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. But they're in eternal death, so they this continues. All of the Scriptures in the Bible are confirmed, not, not, not all of them, let me say it this way, Mary Baxter's book confirms Scripture. And, and Jesus basically, He revealed to her hell in detail. Let me finish with something positive from this passage. Let me read verse 22. Then the time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side that's paradise because Jesus had not died yet. So people who died who were in the book of life saved went to paradise. This is paradise, which is a wonderful place. Um, so the angels carried him. Again, in modern day revelations, we have when people go to heaven, usually, maybe every time, but I know often, angels carry them in a chariot or... That's, that's, from what I've read, through the heavens into the third heaven. And they land on the ground. Heaven is a planet. It's God's home. It's glorious beyond description. It's a celebration. People are, they're, they're, you know, they're the redeemed saints. Their body, soul, and spirit are all one. They really don't, they don't have a physical body. Their spirit person and their soul are, you know, they're, they're in the image of, in the likeness of Almighty God. And, of, and so, and 
heaven is, it's like, it's filled with the glory of God and it's beautiful. Someone who's been there says it's a breathtaking, wait, it's a, um, let me just read these words. This is by Richard Eby. His book, I believe it's called Caught Up in the Paradise. The scene was gorgeously unsurpassable in its beauty, with the foliage having a radiance. It was a great outdoors of mountains, trees, flowers, music, and sweet smells. And there's much more here. I'll put some of this in the notes. I mean, how could someone say no to Jesus Christ? You know, He's so wonderful. He's the Savior. He gets more and more wonderful as we know Him. And He is God Almighty. He's the, he literally is one with the Father. And the heaven that God has created is also, is also beautiful and wonderful, filled with His presence and glory. But also, just like this summary here, this description, it's a great outdoors. Everyone loves things like that, right? I mean... You know, it's it's a planet, and I I, do, I just want to keep emphasizing, you know, how wonderful heaven is. That that people are in doing ministry. First and foremost, they're celebrating God, worshiping Him, worshiping Jesus Christ, spending time with other saints, serving. You know, doing ministry, learning. Um, people in heaven saw people going in and out of buildings with certain with books and certain things there's many many wonderful buildings and of course mansions and so forth so thank you for listening please visit wonderreality.org thank you for being a partner with this ministry and for following this podcast blessings